Good afternoon and welcome everyone to another edition of On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction. Today we are going to start a series. Um, the bishop is going to start a series dealing with courage, profiles in courage. And we're going to look at um, the lives of individuals in the Bible and look at how they faced adversities or faced things and were still able to go to do and move beyond fear. All right. How you doing today, Bishop? I'm doing fine, brother. I hope that uh, everybody can hear me. Uh, can you hear me well this morning? Yes, we, we can hear you uh, fine. Just fine. I can hear you. No problem. Great. Great. Well, how are you doing? And I hope all is well. Um, you had a great Father's Day. Yes, indeed. I had a great Father's Day. Had to preach, and uh, you know, I got what I always wanted. You know, for for Father's Day, I just love some chicken wings. So I got <laughs> I got chicken wings of various flavors, and uh, I'm still full, Bishop. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself, brother. Glad you had a good time. How about you? How how, how was your Father's Day? Oh, I had an awesome Father's Day, brother. I started out, uh, well, first of all, I want to give kudos to Lady Rudolph. Um, she is on the board of directors of Miss Arkansas, the Miss Arkansas organization. And this past week, she uh, not only committed and was involved with her board responsibilities, but she was also a chaperone for a group of young ladies who were uh, a part of the Miss Arkansas contest or, or the Miss Arkansas uh, organization, the, the scholarship competition. And I was just really proud to see her do what she was doing. It's, it's real good to see somebody with passion and what they're, what they're interested in doing. And so that was just an awesome experience. And I did a lot of uh, doing this and doing that and making sure she was taken care of. And it was just good. And, and then on uh, Friday, or excuse me, on, on Sunday, uh, had an opportunity to preach and then to visit fathers. Uh, her father and my father passed away several years ago, but it was good to spend time with him and, and uh, celebrate the brothers of the church who happen to be fathers and just thanking God to have that experience of knowing who my father was and loving him and him loving me. And my father taught me how to be a man. So I'm, I'm just excited about the lessons that were taught and learned over the years. And thank God for the memory of my father, uh, Pastor Robert G. Rudolph Sr. And you just uh, just put a, a question in my mind. I know we're going to be talking about profiles in, in courage, but what was one lesson in courage that you learned from your father? Wow. There are a lot of lessons, but one of the biggest things that I learned from him is that you have to do what's right regardless of the situation and i i remember uh, at the in the community where we lived at that particular time there were no african american teachers in the school system in the entire school system and my father and a few other individuals in that area were able to uh, go to the school board and work with uh, the school board and to have a search for someone who could come and work in the school system who happened to be African-American. And of course, uh, where he was and where we were at the time, there were threats that came uh, from various sources. Uh, people felt that they uh, could, t could try to intimidate us and intimidate him because of the stance that he took. But he told me uh, then and uh, he explained to me what he was doing and why he was doing it and why that was important. And I'm just glad that uh, he had the courage, even in spite of uh, threats and circumstances, he still did what was right and led that, um, you know, led the, the charge for that. And uh, it's just good to know that 
individuals were um, appointed uh, to serve in the school district because of the charge that he and others did so many years ago. So uh, I, I think the biggest thing with him is that always do what's right, regardless of whether it costs you something, regardless of people, if people try to intimidate you, do what's right always. If you always do the right thing, you will eventually be blessed for your efforts and God will reward you openly for what you might do uh, in secret. So it, it he just taught me a lot about doing the right thing and making certain uh, that you do it, not because of popularity, but because of what is right to do. That is an excellent lesson and an excellent lesson um, for all to hear. Bishop, we're talking about profiles and courage. What exactly is courage? Well, courage, in my opinion, is to have bravery to do something against all odds. And uh, where I originally got this thought was from, of course, the book that was written, I believe, in the 1950s before uh, President Clint, uh, President Kennedy uh, was elected president. He was a United States senator, and he wrote a book entitled Profiles and Courage, and it dealt with the lives of eight United States senators who had done some very serious um, standing up for what they felt was right. And they had the courage to stand up for the right thing at that particular time. Some of them were rewarded for their courage or their courageous acts. Some of them were disappointed because of their courageous acts, meaning, uh, in my opinion, that they were not reelected uh, to the Senate or uh, that people did not give them the same type of influence that they had before. Um, so he, he wrote this book, and it was a very good book. And if I'm not mistaken, he might have won a Pulitzer Prize for the book. But the point I'm trying to make is I just see that the Bible, throughout the Bible, you will find all kinds of individuals who had who are profiles in spiritual courage. And one of them uh, was a gentleman by the name of Moses. And I'd like to talk just a little bit about that uh, on today as we get into uh, the program on today. We talk about courage and looking at it as the ability to do something, you know, in the face of pain or grief. But can I be afraid yet courageous, even when oh, the Bible absolutely. says <laughs> not to have any fear? Absolutely, sir. You are a human. Let's take everything out of it for a minute and talk about the fact that you're a human. I'm a human. And so we're, uh, we are going to have naturally some fears, some concerns, some apprehensions about how we're going forward. But with God on your side, it helps to make things all uh, the better. And um, I am just happy that I'm able to talk about this because it, it helps people to have courage to, to do like Moses did, to face their past and to have courage to do what is right, even when it seems as if there, there's no way out. So what I'm hearing is to uh, courage is not necessarily or not even uh, you know, the absence of fear, but it's that ability to move beyond that fear and go all the way through till something's accomplished. Absolutely. Sometimes you have to pray. You're scared. You're apprehensive, but you have to pray anyway and go through the tunnel because I promise you on the other end of that tunnel, you'll see light at the end of the tunnel at some point and you have to keep on pushing, keep on surviving, keep on trying to make it. You have to have the courage uh, to do what is right and in the face have the bravery to do what is right in the face of everything else that is against you. And uh, these characters that we'll talk about in the Bible uh, over a period of a few weeks uh, help us to understand what is going on in their lives or what was going on in their lives and how they did uh, the impossible because they had the help of God with them. All right. We're going to move on. And I, I want to find out what is it about Moses that we should learn about 
having courage. I'd like to just share this, though, coming from uh, the book of Psalm, Psalm 27 and 14. It says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord, you know, waiting on the Lord, being of good courage. How was Moses courageous? Oh, he was very courageous. If you look at the, the book of Exodus, the third chapter, the entire third chapter, but I specifically want to put emphasis, <clears throat> excuse me, on where Moses, um, uh, the Lord came to him in the form or the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in the form of a flame of fire. If you look at Exodus, the third chapter, uh, look at verse one through 12 and specifically, and uh, while Moses was on the backside of the desert, according to the scripture, it tells us in Exodus uh, three chapter. Uh, chapter three, verse two, and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and beheld the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. And of course, this got the attention of Moses. And he said in verse three, I'm going to turn aside and see why this bush is not burnt. And as he did that, the Bible says uh, that uh, Moses received a voice uh, from the fire in the bush in chapter, excuse me, in verse four. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see God, to see God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. And of course, um, you, you know, the next step, you know, the next thing that was said is take off your shoes from your feet because this place where you're standing is holy ground. And God told him out of the burning bush, I'm the God of your father. I'm the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses was just scared. Uh, and uh, the Lord said, I've seen the affliction of the people in Egypt and I've heard their cry and their taskmasters are putting more on them than what they deserve. And God said, hey, I know the sorrows of the children of Israel. And so what we're going to do is I am going to send someone down uh, to uh, to Egypt to free my people from the hands of the Egyptians. And I'm going to bring them out of the land and I'm I'm going to bring them into a good land, a large land flowing with milk and honey, and they will be tells us that God blessed the children of Israel. We we lost you. You got a a, a big space your your call dropped. You said they will um they will be what was that, Bishop? Hello. It seems like you were getting another call in. Are you there, Bishop? Well we'll just um can continue. Um we're talking about profiles in courage as we wait on uh, the bishop to rejoin us. We're looking at uh, the life of Moses and Moses himself uh, being in front of the bush as God was talking to him. Um, are you uh, ready to return to us, Bishop? All right. What I'll do is I'll um, see if we have any uh, input from the floor right now. Anybody would like to, to say anything on this whole concept of courage? Because I know we look at in the Bible, the Bible's always saying, you know, uh, to fear not, to fear not. Can anyone from, from the audience listen? How can we be without fear yet be courageous? I am, I am back now. I do apologize. It's something going on here. But go ahead. I'm, I think I'm uh, the, the last question that we had uh, was about being courageous and having fear. We discussed that. Um, but I am back. I, I, my apologies to the audience. Uh, that's okay. You were um, you were were dealing with Moses, um, seeing uh, you know, hearing the voice of God, and he said, "Here, here am I." Can you pick back up from there? Yes, sir. Uh, Moses uh, received the voice of the Lord, as we as we mentioned, and um, and he said, I, "I'm here." And when God told him that he has heard the cry, you know, I've heard the cry of the children of Israel. The cry has come unto me, and uh, I have seen the oppression. 
by which the Egyptians have oppressed them. And uh, Moses, I am now coming to you to tell you, I'm going to send you. I'm not asking you. Uh, sometimes God doesn't ask us for permission to do what he's going to do in our lives. Thank God. But he's saying to Moses, I am going to send you to Pharaoh. And with Moses being uh, dealing with the past, and we'll talk about that in just a minute, Moses probably was just astounded that the Lord would want to use him. And uh, Moses said to God, now, you know, God, who am I? Um, that I should go unto Pharaoh. Why should I go unto him? And why would he allow the children of Israel to follow me away from Egypt? And God told him in so many words, you are the one who has been trained to represent me. I'm sending you as my representative. You go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And Moses was thinking automatically about his his past. Now, please understand that Moses was an orphan, remember? His mother put him in the Nile River, and uh, Pharaoh's daughter, uh, 40 years ago or so, uh, before this particular instance took place, Moses was taken out of the Nile by the daughter of Pharaoh. And so he grew up in the palace. It shows you how God does this. He grew up in the palace of Pharaoh, and he was yet a Hebrew. And so he knew the customs of the Egyptian people. He knew the customs of the family of Pharaoh. He knew the customs of what was going on uh, in the palace. But in his life, he made a mistake. And according to the scripture, Moses killed a man and he buried that man and he thought he had gotten away with it. And someone uh, said that, well, Moses, we saw you the other day when you uh, killed a man and you, you buried him. And so Moses knew he had to get away from Egypt. So for a long period of time, Moses was an outlaw. And so for God to talk to him in the midst of a burning bush to say, I want you to go back and face your past, go back and face your background so that I can use you uh, to allow the children of Israel to be released from the hands of Pharaoh. And Moses had apprehension. He was saying to God, God, I'm, I'm slow of speech. I'm slow of tongue. I, I don't know how to, uh, I, I don't know how I'm going to approach Pharaoh. And of course, God told him, go, I will be with you. I will send someone. Your brother Aaron is going to be the spokesperson. He is going to help you. He is going to assist you. I need you to go. But the important thing here is that Moses, had to face his task, or excuse me, his past. He had to face uh, the task of doing what God wanted him to do, and he also had to face his past, and he had a past that wasn't too good. He was an outlaw. Literally, Moses was an outlaw, and now he's coming back uh, with a warrant for his arrest, if you want to use that uh, as a, um, as it were, as a saying. He knew what he had done. He knew he hadn't paid for the crime that he had committed, and you're going to go to the palace and request that all of your people be sent free. Yes, Moses, that's what I want you to do. But Moses had to live up and face the past uh, that the that the God that God had had uh, told him he had to do, and that was as simple as that. So here you have a man who God is sending on a mission, and his mission takes him back to where he committed a crime. And not only that, <laughs> he has to go before the person that could pass judgment on him regarding the crime to tell him to do something that God said. So th th that that's a job, and so that is a job, yes, so, sir. And, and of course, now this was a different Pharaoh at the time, of course. But the point is, there were some people around who still knew what he had done. It was as quiet as it was kept. Because remember now,
now, uh, Moses was a prince uh, in Egypt because he was raised in the palace. He was raised um, as a favorite son of Egypt, although he was a Hebrew. So he had to go back and face it. That's just like you or I, brother, um, doing something with a group of people. And then we leave. God saves us. He fills us with his spirit. And then he asks us to go back and to witness to the same people that we were drinking with or that we were cursing with or that we were doing things that we had no business doing. And that it took courage for him to do that. Yeah, because a lot of times people say, man, how are you going to come and tell me? I know you. I knew you from because, exactly. you know, I have someone that jokingly does that with me now, you know, but he, mm-hmm. he respects the fact um, that I am now in the ministry. But he, he'd always tell me, he says, all right, now, Reverend, I knew you back in the day. You don't want me to have to reveal anything on you. And I say, hey, do what you need to do. Um, <laughs> so, so I, 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 I understand that. So how was Moses able to overcome the fear? Because one, he said, oh, they're not going to believe me. I can't speak i can't do this but yet he was still very much so apprehensive i i think to i think god was getting a little upset with him i think he was too but you know the the verse there's a verse of scripture in that third chapter of exodus in the 12th verse it says this uh well 11th verse moses said unto god who am i that i should go unto pharaoh and that i should bring forth the children of israel out of egypt then in verse 12 and he said certainly i will be with thee now when god sends you on a mission when god sends you on a journey and God tells you, look, Brother Rudolph, I'm with you. Now, everybody else in the world can be against me. Family can be against me. Circumstances can be against me. Even the environment will be against me. But if God says, I am with you, you have to walk into it. And this is what the Lord said in verse 12. This is going to be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. So the same place that I'm giving you instruction, the same area where I've had this this meeting with you. When you get these people out of Egypt, when you do what I ask you to do, you will serve me on this mountain. In other words, things will be good with you, Moses, if you do what I have asked you to do. And it's just good to know that God is with you. And if you know that, you can do above and beyond anything that you can even ask or think because God is with you. And that's why, in my opinion, he had the courage to go to Egypt because he believed the word of God when he said, I am going to be with you. So what I'm hearing in the midst of fear, in order to be courageous and know, and if God has called you, understand and know that you're not relying on yourself, but God to do it. All he wants is a willing vessel. Is that what I'm hearing, Bishop? Amen. Absolutely, sir. 125%. I agree totally with what you just said. He just needs us to be prepared. I've already made the way. The vision is already plain. I am going to open the best you. I just need a vessel that is going to do what I asked that vessel to do. And if you are willing, God will bless you and make you uh, do what needs to be done for his people because he was a uh, he was a vessel for the Lord in this instance. And in the midst of all of this, looking at it personally and looking at it, trying to put application to it today, we hear this, we know this, but what still keeps individuals in a state of fear so much so that they won't move and act, even though God has said that I will be with you? Well, sometimes doubt plays a huge part of what we, in our way, I'll put it that way. A doubt comes in and and sometimes the enemy allow, we allow the enemy to come in with doubt. Um, My theory is if you going to pray, don't doubt. If you're going to doubt, 
don't pray. So sometimes, even in the midst of our prayer, even in the midst of us trying to go forward, many times the enemy uh, will implant negative thoughts in our mind. Because I'm quite certain when God told Moses to go, uh, the enemy the, the, the enemy was telling uh, Moses, man, you know you killed a man. You know you're an outlaw. You've been running from the law. You've been out here on the backside of the desert. You've been out here in the wilderness and you can't go back home because of what happened and why you left. But Moses had to remind himself that God is with me. And many times because of our past, we don't want to do what God has asked us to do. But thanks be to God, we can get over anything with the help of God just as long as we know he is with us. So even though we we don't want to move sometimes because the that we, we have doubt in our mind. Uh, we have to get rid of the doubt and just let God use us and start walking in that area. Excellent insight there, Bishop. Um, uh, Brother Blake, do you have a question or comment for the bishop on today? I have more of a comment today. Um, I just really enjoyed what you said. Um, it made more sense to um, look at um, the events that happened with Moses in a um, different perspective, looking at sometimes we don't want to face our past, but to um, understand that God caused us to face our past so that we can overcome and to really grow our trust and our faith in him. So I just wanted to say I just appreciated what was said today, um, and I appreciate this room. Thank you, sir. Thank you. God bless you for listening. Thank you, um, Blake. Um, Bishop, is there anything you'd like to add to today's conversation with regard to Moses and him being courageous um, before we close out today? And then we're going to continue this series. Well, I'm thankful for everybody listening. And always remember, if Moses can have the courage to do what he did for the Lord. And he was successful, as we know, he was successful in getting the children of Israel out of Egypt and uh, and leading them to the promised land, leading them across the Red Sea. If Moses can do that with a terrible past that he had, being an outlaw, being a murderer, if Moses could do that, then God can do the same thing for each and every one of us today. It might have happened in the Bible, but I promise you the same God that they served in the Bible is the same God that we serve today. And if, if God I can do it back then. I know he can do it for us now. So let's have courage to face our past. We may not want to, but when we have the courage to face our past, God has an ability to make a difference in our lives so that we can help so many other individuals. Praise the Lord, Bishop. I like that. Don't let the past keep you back and hold you back. All right. Well, you've been listening to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph, and we started a series today on dealing with profiles and courage. Come back next week where we will pick up with another individual from the Bible and show how they were courageous and how that can help inspire you to do all that God has for you. You've been listening to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph, and I'm your facilitator, the one and only Vincent T. Edwards, Mr. Speaker. On Point, keeping you focused in the right direction.